0: Hello from the UK. Are you receiving me over and out? That's my best of British. We are receiving you. <laughs> I thought given, given the times, and it's all terribly, terribly over here, that I go all very British. Oh, yeah, I can't sustain it. It's no good.
1: <laughs> that, that was quite posh. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. It doesn't last. I'm not posh at all. But I, I thought, you know, given uh, what's been occurring over here, I'd go posh on you for five minutes. Well, no, it was about more five seconds, wasn't it? So I love you... it. I love have it. You... <gasps> yes, okay. well, welcome.
1: We're so excited that we've yes, already, sorry. like, dope yeah. dived. <laughs> we've, we're diving into this episode. We've got to introduce ourselves. So I'm Lisa. This is Jane.
0: Welcome to another episode of Foodie Friends, and we're taking a bit of a departure. (laughs) It is a bit of a departure because it's been, oh, oh, it's all been kicking off over here, hasn't it? Although not so much because our whole
1: shtick is covering topics that bridge the gap from across the pond. So, and this is is super important, and it's been all over the news over here too, so we might as well dive into the coronation.
0: Yeah. Oh, yes. Yes. That's why I was being all posh on you. The coronation has a card, and yes, it's, it's over everything over here for the weekend. But um, what I, I shall put it over to you if it's been on your airways as well. What did you think? Oh, it definitely has been on the airways. It was. I want to remove my glasses
1: so I can get very serious on this. Okay. Um. Seriously. It was really I think coming from the American perspective it's so mm-hmm. different because obviously we don't have anything like that over here even when we have an inauguration of a president which would be I think like oops there we go fixing the hair an inauguration of the president would probably be like the closest thing we have mm-hmm. but still nothing just the history the pomp and circumstance the pageantry the the elegance and kind of over i guess maybe the met gala i would say our met gala in terms of opulence might be
0: the closest thing we have, but not really, though. So I think for us over here, it's... this ceremony has been happening for one thousand years. That is extraordinary. Which is so cool. Thousand years. Which is which is and, very cool, and just the fact. Yeah, go on. I'm, I'm all ears. You carry on. I was say, just saying, just just the fact.
1: Just the fact that has been going on for so long and that everything has such meaning. I mean, down to the embroidery on their gowns and the threads and the whole, you know, when they bring the screen out and they're taking the robes off to anoint him and and the hymns that are sung and the flowers, like everything has meaning, which is really cool. And of mm-hmm. course, I love to watch it for the fashion. <laughs> I mean, hey. and. Yeah. And if we're going to talk, if we're going to, if we're going to talk about fashion personally, I think for me, who stole the show was Princess Catherine, Princess Charlotte, sweet Prince George, and Prince Louis, like stole the <laughs> show in terms of, well, Catherine, in terms of just her style and just, she is just breathtaking, just, just absolutely breathtaking. And I, oh, gorgeous. And I love how, Apparently so uh King Charles had said no to Tiara's. So I love how she kind of got around that with creating a very I thought non-Tiara tiara look <laughs> and how it matched <laughs> with Charlotte.
0: Oh and um the the Dutch oh no, they've changed. Prince Edward's wife, Sophie. Um Oh not- Sophie. Oh, what are they now? They've become something else. Can't keep up with um, them.
1: Are they Count? Uh, you have no. a lot of titles over there. Are they Count
0: and Countess? I don't know. Um, no. No. I'll, I'll, it might come back to me by the end. I've had too much, too much bubbly. But, so I always had some champagne. Yeah, I have. I have because I did chill a bottle. I did watch it. I was really emotional <gasps> through it. I got quite emotional. I found it because <sighs> um, I'm not really? overwhelmingly... Royalist. I grew up in a very royalist family, but those were the times then. You know, you were very into the Commonwealth, and, and, you know, right. when, when one of the princesses or princes got married, you did your scrapbook, you know, and all of that. But um, as I've got older and a little bit more long in the tooth, I've become more cynical. And I think that's quite a common Mm. thing over here, that we are a little bit more cynical. But I did watch it because it's a a once-in-a-lifetime thing. And, um, gosh, I could really see from it. The impact on me was that you could see why the Queen took a role so seriously. Because... And you could almost see the burden being put on on Charles's shoulders. Uh, it was quite... He looked quite nervous. Yeah. yeah he and, looked
1: quite nervous at times, I thought. A little
0: um, he overwhelmed. Was it really seriously. And, uh, you know, particularly once they did that anointing the oils behind mm-hmm. I mean, that was really powerful, wasn't it? And the vulnerability of this that was, man sort of sat or, or knelt between between all of the priests, was just, my goodness, it was quite overwhelming. But if I've got yeah, it, a few highlights, I would say the music. Yes. The music was Beautiful. unbelievable. And they got me. And the Ascension amazing. Choir. Oh, <gasps> wonderful. Um, and yeah. But for me, when Bryn Terfel at the very beginning sang in Welsh um, I don't know if you saw that bit. Oh, my goodness. Because Bryn yes. was one of my mum's favourites. And her, her, oh. at her funeral, um, we played Paradise, uh, sung by Bryn <gasps> And so that got me. Oh. Well, I was out. That's probably why I was really emotional. Yeah. But also, right. at the yes. You know, all the families and the fashion and the beautiful hairdressers and everything. But it was when the army was all, all lined up in mm-hmm. Buckingham Palace Gardens. Ha! Ah, I'm filling up at the that. That was neat. Ah, it was so woof when they did three cheers. And you could see from, from mm-hmm. Charles's reaction, it was so wow. And you could feel that he just didn't want to leave them. So that was, yeah. the- I yeah. think Brinterfel oblique the music and um the the army and the armed forces on on, on the gardens of Buckingham Palace for me.
1: That <laughs> is, I would say that my highlights would be Gosh, there were so many. If I had to pick a couple, it would actually it would be when William pledged his, I guess, allegiance to the king and then the kiss on the cheek was really a lovely. I thought it was a really, really lovely moment. Um, I thought that was lovely. I thought that was really lovely. And I know it'd be interesting to see what your take is about Camilla because I know it's quite controversial over here and I know a lot of people you know feel like she shouldn't be queen even though that's I understood watching why obviously she is queen, not queen consort. For those listening, and correct me, please, Jane, if I have Mm -hmm. gotten this wrong, but the reason why Philip wasn't a king is because he would have then been a higher rank than the queen, and so that's why he was always Prince Philip. But for a woman, if she's marrying the king, she will always be the queen, and it would have to change laws in order to to not have her be queen.
0: Change the constitution. To be but yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, so, well, I thought that they'd been married for eighteen years. Where did I that? I couldn't be believe you? it. I thought eighteen. And the other thing, yeah, I, I couldn't thinking, believe it's been eighteen years. Their love for each other was really obvious yesterday. The way he looks at her, and, and I was. The way he looks at him. They should have been allowed to get married in the first place. Yeah. I mean, for heaven's sake! I think the Queen time.
1: Yeah, it was different times back then. Well, I mean, they replayed some of his, the women that he dated before Diana and courted and proposed to. And there were a lot of really lovely women that he proposed to that said, "Mm, nope, no, thank you. Um, But I thought, speaking of their love, I thought it was really, really a sweet moment when she was crowned and walked over to him and curtsied. And then they kind of gave a little cheeky grin to each other, which I thought was really cute. Mm Kind of like they're in on this little joke together. Like, which I thought was really sweet. She, however, looked quite overwhelmed by it as well. So you definitely going back to what you were saying. It definitely see you can see the weight of it all being put on both of them physically with the crown, like actually, like literally with the crowns, but also in a spiritual sense, in a you know non like in the in the way that you can't quite see it. You can't like put Mm -hmm. a tangible. Uh, pinpoint like exactly what that burden is, but you can see it being put on them. Okay. So which I thought was really cool. Was um, I'm mean? trying to think what other moment. There were, s- although you know which moment I loved. I loved the moment when, and this is all over the news over here too, when Harry took his place in the third row
0: behind Anne's feather. <laughs> I didn't even notice that. I mean, at least he showed up oh god I think if he hadn't shown up at least he did mm. no I think it was
1: really it was unfortunate obviously the timing wasn't right obviously for for them to meet as a family or I'm sure that they wanted the focus. obviously as the focus should have been on this big moment the coronation it shouldn't have been on the family drama but it was really lovely that he showed up um yeah. and then was whisked away quickly afterwards I think it was honestly I think it was it was nice it was a really nice thing but yeah. I thought it was really lovely how they they said there were lovely, really funny memes over here of Anne's feather in her hat not and fun. Harry behind it. <laughs> yeah. It, 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 <laughs> but no, I thought it was I that was lovely. And I love how they say it was pared down. As an American, I didn't see anything
0: pared down. It was seemed very opulent. What but it was really down, it, Given that when the Queen was um uh, no, I don't know the exact figures, so I might be making this up. But when the Queen w- w- had her her crowning, um, the the, the we had like mm, thousands and thousands more soldiers, and it was it was such a big yeah. event, and it was a celebration following the war. Whereas that is not right. really Charles's style, and I don't think given the cost of living crisis it would have gone down well I mean even what was spent has gone down in a questionable way with a lot of people Um, I noticed that I I noticed that on social media yeah particularly with my son's generation um but I would argue that that has been rebounded tenfold uh repaid tenfold in in all of the people that the small businesses that have managed to, you know, sell additional foods, drinks, pubs, meals, yes. celebrations. Right. Um, yeah. That, that pays dividends. All but, the
1: tourists. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. All the tourists that have, have arrived um, in London for it.
0: For me, if, well, let's get back to Camilla and then I'll, I'll move on. Camilla, I feel that for, for the Royal family, I feel the key word for me is relevance, that they have mm. to show that they're relevant to get the support of the people. And to do yeah. that, they've got to change. They, I mean, they do have to change. It, it, everything has changed around them and they cannot continue as they are because they are losing the support of the people. There's no doubt about that. The older generation fine right. a lot of the younger generation but there's a lot of people that do not see their relevance and it all comes back to that word really and i i think it, i think he will be a good king i have faith in him that he will he will come up with the goods but it's a lot to ask of him at his years i mean he's not young is he
1: He's definitely not young, and I kind of feel. And this interesting to hear your point of view on this too. And I've, I've kind of heard similar sentiment, you know, on social media and, and so forth, that he's almost seen more as a placeholder because more people are so excited for the moment where William gets yeah. to be king, and that there's a bit of less enthusiasm overall for Charles. And I think also because of the crown and so many of the younger generation. Didn't realize all that happened in his marriage and divorce and aftermath with Diana, yeah. and but
0: seeing it on the of- Crown, especially the last. A lot of it was fiction. Nobody what was that. A lot of what happened in the Crown was fiction. I mean, it, nobody really knows. Because- but the whole affair. But the whole affair with Camilla, like the- yeah,
1: yeah, I true, mean, true. See- but like the whole Camilla, the whole Camilla piece, the whole Camilla piece. I don't think you know, the tapes that were released. I mean, there was definitely truth in, of course, yeah. yeah, we don't really know exactly what happened, but we do know that Camilla was the third wheel in their marriage. You know, we do know that the affair, and and on Princess Diana as well, I mean, she had affairs as well, but I think the crown almost kind of brought that back up again where yeah. maybe the younger generation didn't really realize and didn't know about those tapes, didn't realize maybe the extent, maybe they'd heard of it, but didn't realize the extent and so it seems like the sentiment over here in the U S is he's more of a, he's fine now, but we're very excited. It'll be interesting to see when William becomes king and Catherine yeah. becomes queen. I imagine the enthusiasm will be because they'll also, in theory, hopefully be younger. I mean, even if, you know, I mean, they're, they're in their early forties. So, I mean, he could very well be in his fifties, still 20 years younger than his father. Yeah. Um, it'll be interesting to see the enthusiasm when they become,
0: when he becomes yeah. king. Yeah. I don't wish it upon him now. I hope he and his family can <laughs> enjoy the privacy yeah. really of not having that burden. Cause I do see it as a burden. Yeah. I mean, oh, go- golly, oh, I think it's a huge burden and their kids are so little. Oh yeah. But going back to Camilla, let's go back. To- so my yes. view on it. Let's go back to Camilla. I think yes. we must stop living in the past, just move forward to the future. Mm. Who are we to judge? There are plenty of people that have had affairs, had divorces, remarried, blah, blah, blah. You know, he is her chosen partner. They're not going anywhere. They're deeply in love. And she does work very hard. She has her heart in the right place. And she is a tremendous support for him. I think she is good for him when he's in his grumpy frame of mind. I think she pulls him back. And yeah. I say, good luck to you because I wouldn't w- want to do it. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't have. I friend. would not want. Mm-mm. And if she wants to be queen, fine. Yeah, no. I'm not all that bothered, really. <laughs> yeah. Is that a terrible No, It's a good
1: point. It's a good way to look at it. Well, no one was in the marriage. Charles and Diana were the ones that were married. And we won't ever know the true backstory of what exactly yeah. happened in the marriage. You know, what the support that she had or didn't have, and we can come to a whole bunch of different conclusions. And, you know, it was over, my gosh, how many, 26 years ago?
0: I know. Now? It's mad.
1: 26 um, years ago, I want to say, because. I'll move on. Yeah.
0: Move on, you know, and the yeah. royal family has to move on and make themselves yeah. relevant and, find a way of doing that and harking on about past is never going to help them achieve that. That's my feeling. True. And I,
1: and I do feel like he's, uh, maybe because of his age a bit more, he's had so many years to prepare for this role that he is a bit more grounded. He's had lots of years, he's had decades to envision what his monarchy will look like, what, Mm. he wants to achieve and how he wants to be. And I do think he really wants and realizes the importance of relevancy more than the queen because of his age and because of what he's seen over the course of the past decades. And the world has changed a great deal since the queen took the throne. Mm.
0: So I think it's a definitely, I think he realizes that. Oh, completely. I mean, in some respects he's been way ahead of his game when it comes to global warming and the environment and nature. He was, he was yeah. leading the way, and everybody was saying, Oh, this cranky prince is nutter. Yeah. But uh, no, he wasn't. Yeah. He was right. He was just ahead of his time. He was. And we didn't listen. Exactly. So good on him. Maybe I'll we'll say. listen now that he's king. Yeah. Yeah. You never exactly. know. Although his power is lessened because he is king, which is yeah. ironic, isn't oh. it? As a that prince, is, that he is more outspoken. Right but as a king, he's right. very much, um, um, you know, he's very much gagged. Mm.
1: He's much, He has to be more measured, right, in, in the way he speaks and in the actions he
0: takes. And very much so. He'll get his yeah. wrist slapped by the government if he doesn't. But I still think oh. well, the royal I, is a better option than being a republic.
1: I. I think it's amazing. I think it's it's a really, I think it's I think it's really special. Honestly, I think it's really special that it's it's an institution that has lasted the test of time and I think will continue to last the test of time. And I think it's really cool because part of what was neat about the coronation is, and then we'll wrap it up.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: There is so much going on in the world today, and there's so many negative so much negativity, and mm-hmm. there's so many. Problems and struggles and angst. And honestly, it was nice having something to escape. It was a nice escape. And I know that it's controversial because, like you said, you know, economically and there, there are people that are suffering and there are people that are struggling to put food on the table and a roof over their head globally. But I think at the same time, I think it's nice too, to have something just to escape, just like we watch, I don't know, reality TV or we'll put on you know, music to listen to, or I just think it's nice to have like an escape. I think it was a really lovely escape and and really well done and a beautiful celebration of something that has been such a big part of England for for centuries.
0: And the really joyful thing about for me, the really joyful thing was that it was so inclusive, that it was multi, mm-hmm. um, what's the word, dominational. Is that a word? So many uh, denominational, multi, yes, yeah, you know what I mean? I've I've had too much champagne. Too, uh, you, you have had too much champagne. Every religion that was is within the country, and they all had a presence there, and every nationality yeah. was there, and you know there were women within the service that played key roles that would not have happened. Uh, 70 years ago. And I just thought that was right. a breath of fresh air. I, I was really pleased. Absolutely. That, that comes across to the world that we are a much more accepting, uh, cosmopolitan country that, that, you know, is open to these discussions. And I think he is very Absolutely. open to them. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. Okay. Well, we need to end with, people might not, our listeners might not realize that you actually have a little bit in common with
0: Princess Catherine. Completely. We're first cousins. Are no, we're not. Wait <laughs> <laughs> yes. <can> a
1: second. <laughs> well, as people might know or not know, uh, Princess Catherine was wearing a, an exquisite Alexander McQueen gown underneath her robes. Yes, I... and what is now? Shall you have I a love? little connection with a little Alexander McQueen style.
0: Yeah, I, I'm going to put a plea out there. Is that okay? <laughs> so last year I invested Absolutely. in a really exceptionally lovely pair of prescription sunglasses in Alistair and Santa McQueen frames, and promptly <laughs> lost them within uh, about a two and a half month window. So if anybody out there has picked up a really lovely pair of sunglasses, I really appreciate them back. That's it. That's a really good a- thing. But I just wanted to put a plea out there for my sunglasses, please.
1: <laughs> I love- okay, I think we just need to like end on that note. Oh
0: yeah, <laughs> end on a high, why not?
1: <laughs> exactly. Oh, thank you everyone for listening to another episode of Foodie Friends. Hope you've had as much fun listening to this episode as we have had Recording it. Uh, mm-hmm. we don't really have any links. So, but we will link our Substack because we're on Substack now. It's our weekly newsletter. We would love you to come over. It's totally free. So we'll put that link below and we'll be back here again next Monday with another episode of Foodie Friends. Friends. So thank you so much
0: for listening. Please, please come wait. We've you to everybody that's followed us on the newsletter because I've been absolutely quite overwhelmed by the amount of people that have subscribed paid for the paid subscription to to the additional newsletter and you know we've only done three and it's just like what where are these people come from it's amazing so a massive massive thank you to everybody that has clicked on that button and has made the effort to to register for our newsletter thank you very much
1: Absolutely, huge thanks, huge thanks. So we will see you again next week. Then that wraps up another episode. Sending love. Bye.